of the 257 Cheapo's Wrestling Podcast. It's live insofar where it's happening when you're listening to it. Uh, if that's the definition of a live show, then uh, goddamn, this is the longest running professional wrestling live show um, uh, podcast here. It's hosted by myself, Cameron Oswald, also Mike Sue Shepard. Shoot. <clears throat> and Mike, the like, like, like SmackDown has been live in the past. NXT <laughs> yeah. is now live. It wasn't always. No. SmackDown wasn't always live also. See, sometimes we get live events. We're getting one big one next week. Royal Rumble. That's for Mike, your favorite oh, pay-per-view. Uh, favorite pay-per-view over here on the Shoot Brothers. It's uh, And you can really feel the energy across the main brands here leading into Rumble season. I feel it. I'm sure you feel it too. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a hot one this year. Yeah, it's going to be a hot crowd live in somewhere. Uh, Are they in Miami? Texas. Texas. Yeehaw. Something like that. Be- Yeehaw, bang, bang. The Alamodome. Anyways, Alamo Dome. That does sound about right. Uh, yeah. So with the with the Rumble rolling it's in on, Florida Tropicana Field. I told you it was in Florida. Okay. Saint Petersburg, though, not Miami. Oh, home of the Marlins, I believe. Tropicana I guess Field. So. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's Anyways. that's all I had. To, that's that's all I have to say about that. So we might as well get into the show, uh, kicking off the show the way you always do. It's time to crown a brand new tweet of the week, champ. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Uh, tweet champion last week, belonging to ooh top dollar. Uh, if we recall, that was last week. Yeah, yeah. I think we actually missed one last week. And then it was actually uh, so that was two weeks ago actually technically technically yeah I couldn't remember. couldn't because technically remember yeah because back. top dollar something we'll call him something else now but anyways uh, this uh, this week's tweet of the week champion is going to um, uh, Darren Friedman at Penn State coach the um, the Penn State University uh, football or basketball a basketball. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Sure. Good point. That is honestly a good point. I mean, honestly, probably <laughs> the entire structure um, was probably flawed there um, to begin. But the uh, the coach of the team tweeted <laughs> out, congratulations to Penn State University uh, junior guard Chris Killings. Scoring his 1,000th point in a 107-85 victory over Dubois. Chris finished with 17.6 assists. He was able to celebrate celebrate this achievement, uh, this great achievement, with his dad at Ron Killings in attendance. Our truth. Our truth of, uh, and here we go, of WWE Judgment Day. Uh, Bryce <laughs> that's what they said? That's what he said. Bryce Phillips, Player of the oh, Week. Um, that's what no, that's what the the Penn State coach said. Yeah, I love um, it. I love it. In addition, blah 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 blah. The team went ten and zero in the conference and p- posted out a photo of um of our truth and his son, who's got a good three inches on him. Actually, he's got and he's got taller hair too. So this guy's <laughs> actually this kid yeah. looks like he's towering over his father. But yes, our uh, our truth of they the probably look like they're the same age. Yeah, <laughs> because our truth does not age. He looks very young. That is a good point. Uh, but yes, our truth of the Judgment Day 
Um, congratulations <laughs> and congratulations to Chris, Chris Killings' son, on um, scoring a total of a thousand points in his time at in the program. It's pretty cool. Very impressive. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Congratulations to the Penn State uh, basketball. Easy there, everyone. <laughs> Head coach. <laughs> Uh, let's get into this week's action because, like we had said, the Rumble is on the forefront, uh, and we have a lot of stuff to get to before that time. Yeah, over on SmackDown. You know what? Let's just do a quick little around the ring. Around the ring, 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 around the ring. Around the ring, around the ring. Love it. Just basically. Love it. Let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just basically because it was, you know, the, the 90 days has passed mm. of our last wave of releasing. Okay. So I saw a bunch of people show up and debut. Uh, the man you mentioned earlier, Top Dollar, he showed up on TNA. I forget what his new name was. It was uh, uh, like CJ... Something or is it CJ like a, money? Is it like a two? <laughs> it's like a. Is it like a two-letter thing? Gosh, I'm sorry. I can't remember. I'm sorry. I don't mean any disrespect to the man. I just can't remember. Yeah. So he showed up. Dana Brooke showed up there. Uh, Nick Nemeth, former Dolph Ziggler, he's in TNA now. So three, uh, three pickups there. And then over on the New Japan side of things, we had Mustafa Ali do a little promo. And then the biggest one. Jungle Boy Jack Perry making his first appearance since uh, being suspended back in August. Took off his mask. He's got a big jungle beard going now, and he tore up his AEW contract. So it looks like he's going to be wrestling in New Japan for a little bit. I mean, what? Did we not expect the kid to work? He has to make a living. No, I'm happy. I like him. You know, Louis, do, do you know Louis C.K. has been nominated for a Grammy in the last, like, three consecutive years? Yeah, he's still out there. Still doing it. Yeah. I thought... Uh, yeah, he, he like won in 2022 or something. comedy Grammys. Okay. Okay, maybe I'm thinking... they were maybe, doing comedy awards for Grammys now. But. Maybe I'm thinking... Maybe I'm thinking of a different award. But either way, I'm, what I'm, all I'm saying is the guy yeah. is still putting out content. Oh, yeah. Just like I mean, Jungle Boy. Jack Perry didn't whip his dick out in front of people. <laughs> he just, you know. now, were you, did, did you watch any other matches on, the, uh, on that card, The Battle in the Valley? Uh, just highlights, really. Just the highlights of the, yeah. Cool. Ultimately, the presentation, the rebranding. I mean, if you know, it, uh, it, if it, it looks like a New Japan show. Uh, I would, yeah, I would say the ones watch. Uh, if you are into it, of course, Okada, Osprey, and John Moxley and Shingo Takagi beat the effing loving shit out of each other. It was uh, they were in the no DQ, and you know it's you know it's going to be a good uh, like no DQ match or something when a guy like Shingo Takagi who normally wears you know kind of like tights and no shirt he shows on in jeans and a T-shirt with the sleeves <laughs> ripped off, and you're like, okay, you're ready to fuck, <laughs> you are ready yeah. to fuck around tonight. And uh, the TNA card didn't see any of the matches. Same like you only saw kind of some of these highlights. Of course, the Nick Nemeth coming out. He is ready to take on the world by fucking yeah. storm. He is fine, and he's got he's got it all. He's got he's got the whole package. I think I think he's a better actor, performer, funny type person than we give probably give him credit for. <laughs> I think it's, I think we're ready. I think we're ready. And of course, you know, he's here to show the world. 
and here and here on the show you know when you do leave wwe or you move over um it is very important like what name do we call you you know, uh, at least within, the, even within the, is within the context of the show here, is within the context of our lives. You know, I think we've, we've recently, the man's name is Brian Danielson. Yeah, that one works. That one works because it's also uh, like his name, like you know, when it, when it's their name name, it's going to be a little bit better. <laughs> Moxley, yeah, Moxley is also Moxley too. now. He's not Ambrose. Yeah. Even though there was a time Some of the podcast where he was an Ambrose. Yeah. Adam Copeland, I'm still the. We're still, still lukewarm. We're lukewarm on that. It's hard. Yeah, Edge is just so easy. Just one. One word, word. and there's so many yeah, Adams. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it just gets confusing. Um, yeah. So a lot of stuff uh, around <laughs> the ring there. I guess I also heard today that AW, the AW Ring of Honor blanket has signed Black Taurus. Who's uh, finished up his contract with AAA? Um, okay. So another lucha guy. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you you have you? I know. I'm sure if I see him, I'd recognize. He's him been doing Rampage people. and Ring of Honor. I guess he's the like uh, he's in like a big like bull mask and his like hair and he's like a big motherfucker with tattoos. Okay. I'm okay. Sure I've seen him. He but. was in the uh, six man with El Vikingo fucking. Gosh, there's too much wrestling for me to remember. Anyways, he has signed with I. He has officially signed with the AEW Ring of Honor, but will be required to get a new name. Um, okay. Just you know, just just cause. Uh, I think the uh, Twitter's favorite going right now is Lucha Taurus. Um, it's because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him and Luchasaurus meeting up eventually would be the uh, kill switch. See, kill switch, another guy. We're still calling them yeah. Luchasaurus here. It's, oh, it's, I mean, it's really tough to sneak yeah. in the kill switch, especially when Christian. That fuck. one's just part of the story. Especially though. when oh, Christian God. fucks it up. Uh, <laughs> it's always such a big pop. That's. Uh, <laughs> I think. Yeah, those are all the highlights around the ring. TNA uh, coming back hot. I think coming back with a passionate fan base, and uh, yeah. they 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 do a fair amount of Southern Ontario shows here. I know that they uh, they they go to places like the Sound Academy. That's like a venue that they play at, where they do their, some of these pay per view shows, and huh. in London, be, Ontario, and stuff it's not too. Not even like seats at the Sound Academy, isn't there? It's all just like standing room, isn't it? No, they they bring out seats and then standing room. But yeah, when they were Impact, okay. uh, like my friend saw Trinity in the like a main event of a pay per view, like a year and a half ago or something, at the docks. Nice. It's funny. Uh, so, yeah, we're definitely going to have to keep our eye on that whenever they're coming to town. The rebrand is really seeming to do some well. And uh, that was a great little <laughs> trip. Great little trip around the ring for us. So we'll move on here into the show, the real wrestling action over on SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Two shows to go before three. No, three shows to go. So we got tons of time um, before <laughs> the main event. We're supposed to kick off with a match here, yeah. though. Yeah. So uh, Cameron Grimes yeehaw. taking on Grayson Waller. Sorry? I said yeehaw. Oh, okay. I thought you said uh yeah yeehaw cameron grimes shooty winner most underutilized uh but that continues he doesn't even get to have the match because solo sokoa jimmy uso come out beat him up during his entrance um 
And then they just, yeah, the bloodline get in the ring. Waller says, I'm out of here. And then we just get a little promo. Uh, Heyman says, we're not the bad guys. Nick Aldis is. So Aldis comes out, takes the mic from Pauls. Just says, this is the second week in a row now. You've ruined a match. That's not going to happen tonight. Uh, the main event, Bloodline's going to be in a six-man tag versus AJ Styles, Randy Orton, LA Knight. Heyman tells Aldis, Roman's not here. So... All this says, well, you got until the end of the night to find a third man. Otherwise, three verse two. If nothing else, uh, this was just like a, a, a really a really different way, a noteworthy, unpredictable start to a show. Unfortunately, it just came at the expense of Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's too bad. But, uh, you know, Nick Aldis, I've been liking his run so far. He, he, he doesn't take no shit. And it's the same with Adam, P you know, because I feel like when Shane McMahon was GM, and yeah, I'm going back to Shane McMahon, but stay with me here. There was always the idea that he's <laughs> going to take a bump. Like, maybe your manager doesn't take bumps, and he doesn't get involved physically. Yeah. He just does his well, fucking job. He did take that RKO a couple weeks ago, but... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Adam <laughs> Pierce, though. But no, I mean, Adam Pierce, Pierce staying strong. Yeah. I mean, uh, both former wrestlers, though. Maybe one day we get a double retirement match between them. Double, double retirement. Like, I heard Nick Aldis. I think he's only, like, in his 30s. He's not even that old. Yeah, he's younger than uh, his wife, Mickey James. Oh, I didn't even know they were married. Oh, there you go. Isn't that cute? Very cute. But let's get to a real match here. Cruz del Toro, Joaquin Wilde, taking on Angel and Umberto, who got the call up. Uh, officially now, so uh, they're back on the main roster. They are uh, they're with Santos Escobar and the what were they called? Legado del Fantasma. Legado oh, del. Fa the other two. I guess that was the other guys. They've all they've all mixed and matched their groups, but uh, uh yeah, it went, uh, yeah. Oh, fuck, keep going. Lotharios yeah. doesn't matter. Los Lotharios. Yeah. <laughs> that was another name for them. Uh, but anyways, they're all got the same kind of style. We get a big fast-paced lucha style match. The flips, the dives. Uh, yeah, just a bunch of big uh, double team moves. One spot when Wild, he climbs up the ropes. Angel and Umberto, they lift him up, press them above their heads while standing on the ropes for like a super high slam. And uh, Yeah, Wild fights back, hits a poison Rana. Del Toro jumps in with a big corkscrew sent onto the floor and then that's when Carlito comes out starts brawling with Escobar who was on commentary they fight their way into the crowd back in the ring Angel rolls up wild grabs the ropes for illegal leverage gets the three count so Angel and Umberto get the win probably uh you know the, the recent you know and I think that's the thing we gotta start pushing this team if nothing else because they got the matching tattoos <laughs> like that's yeah. like that's a level uh, of commitment where they're like you know they've booked themselves into a corner here like fuck <laughs> yeah you know they've kind of yo-yoed they were main roster NXT main roster they lost their last name they gained it they lost it again Andrade was in and out yeah so and he, he could be coming back see exactly free agent. but anyways we go uh, off site for a bit Butch and Tyler Bate are out getting coffee, and Bate wants to team together, show the world British strong style. Tells Butch, you got to look inward. Who do you want to be? What's the name going to be? 
So it seems like we're teasing. We're finally gonna. Yeah, this was fun too. It was. It was just a couple guys hanging out at a pub. At a pub, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Pete Dunn sounds like it's coming back. Peter Dune, I cannot wait. Yeah, can't wait. Peter Dune. Let's go to Bianca Belair taking on Bailey. Big matchup here. Great match. Uh, of course, the rest of Damage Control is out there. Uh, one point, Bailey grabs Bianca's braid, ties her to the rope, and just starts wailing on her. Uh, and she runs at Bianca, but Bianca's able to use her own hair to trip up Bailey, smash her face in the ropes, and uh, yeah, Bianca just goes on a roll, hits the handspring moonsault. Uh, Bailey hits a top rope elbow drop, but Bianca kicks out. So Bailey throws Bianca to the floor, hoping that damage control is going to all attack her, but they just stand there. So Bailey's like, what the fuck, guys? And Bianca just fights back, hits a big spear, and then the KOD. Bianca gets the win. Pretty good match. Pretty good match. I mean, and I guess uh, we're, we're tuning up here. Like you said, rumble season. <clears throat> Uh, poor yeah. Bailey, just a and string of uh, you know her friends hate her. She loses matches. <laughs> I mean, that's the tease we got going on afterwards. Backstage, Bailey asks Damage Control, "What the hell was that?" Dakota just pulls her to the side. She's like, "The ref was looking right at us, dude. We we didn't want to get you disqualified. We thought you could handle this. You know, your your grand plan is to go win the Royal Rumble, do it on your own. So that breakup is coming." Yeah. Poor Bailey. And I then could even see. Uh, is she gonna go back on a baby? Fa- she has to go back on a baby face run, though. I, yeah, but that's. I think it's been enough time that uh, everyone's ready for it. We're ready for the uh, like. It doesn't have to be like like old theme like huggers. You got to go back to I that. Mean, I don't know. That's you, the thing. You got to go all the way back to that. But I'd be. I think they would get a big pop. That would get a huge pop if one of the fucking inflatable tube men. Like even I would pop. Yeah. And uh, well, I mean, I, uh, I booed the gimmick. <laughs> I could see this being the WrestleMania match. So EO defends against Bailey. Wow. And I Bailey comes out with the new theme. Yeah, the she, big she does the Sammy in Montreal, but at uh in Florida. Is she from Florida? <laughs> I don't know. Uh I think she might actually be from Florida. Wow. Homecoming. Not, Homecoming. Either way, be a lot of fun. No, I feel uh, like she's from San Francisco because she really likes the 49ers. I feel like it might be San Jose. I feel like I remember it being yeah. San Jose. Cool. But uh, anywho, this isn't what's your where where where'd you grow San up? San Jose, California. Wow, that's where she's from. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so that's storyline continues. Uh, Bobby Lashley comes out with the Street Profits. They're calling out Carrion Cross and AOP for attacking them last week. They want to settle this. Uh, lights go out. Paul Ellering appears, but he just kind of points up at the screen, and then a video plays. Uh, I forgot their name again. They've yeah, got it, it was yeah. Fuck, it was called like uh, the Final Testament or something. Yeah, is it that? Something like that. Yeah, I, I, I know. I was like so. the Baba Baba. <laughs> the like uh, <laughs> it was so on. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so far, so good. I mean, with the, with Paul Ellering um, back, it it is it does create an interesting dynamic, a faction with a like an actual old guy, <laughs> not not like you know their leader isn't you know the the top person or you know you know what I'm saying. Does that make sense? 
Well, I'd still say Lashley's the leader. Right. But, uh, yeah, Ellering can kind of be the Paul Heyman type guy of the The group. Paul Heyman type. Good point. Yeah. He's like the business leader. Exactly. Well, that's exactly it. And, and besides the bloodline, you know, nobody has that person. Yeah. Everyone else is just a group of wrestlers, really. Yeah. So. Just a bunch of wrestlers. Uh, next match, Austin Theory taking on Carmelo Hayes. So Melo kind of in limbo. He's not quite called up yet. He's still got lots of business to, business to finish in NXT, but it seems like... Uh, SmackDown is going to be his destination sooner than later. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, they're slowly building it as if, like, uh, I think, you know, if not many, I guess, who else has come up? We've had Grimes, Grayson Waller. Uh, yeah, in the past year. Yeah. Yeah, there hasn't been as but many. But even Grayson Waller feels, like. even Grayson Waller feels like a guy that was from, like, the NXT 2.0 style. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, Mellows. Mellows, like, in it, yeah, it's, it's almost like he's having to work for it. It's, uh, we, yeah. we thought it would be Braun Breaker, but. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, they'll both happen, but, you know, maybe they're just getting the crowd warmed up a bit. So when he does make his debut, they'll kind of already know him, but. Uh, yeah. Anyways, the match, it started off good. Mello was doing the big fadeaway leg drop and, uh, yeah, uh, big springboard suplex and things are going well until Carmelo he climbs up the ropes theory runs up jumps in for a seated springboard Spanish fly but then they both just land awkwardly right on their heads more worse for uh, theory than Mello but mm -hmm. it was ugly and the ref just jumps in right away checks on them throws up the X this match is over and that's like that's our Rest second off. X in uh, a few weeks right yeah, we had Giovanni, uh, Giovanni Vinci, Vinci X. And, Gosh. Uh, yeah, so scary moment. Hope everyone's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, but the referee did the right thing, stepping in there, protecting his wrestlers. Uh, yeah, theory, you could see he was kind of out of it. He landed right on his head. But then, you know, I think the context, if this was uh, this was the main event of WrestleMania Night 2, they might have given him a couple minutes to shake it off. But on SmackDown, they're like, let's just call it. Yeah, it's not worth it on a TV show. Yeah. So anyways, wishing him the best. And yeah, uh, are there updates there? I think I heard there's like, everyone's fine. Just, you know, yeah, shake yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't hear anything. Shake so it off. Maybe just a little. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, let's get to the main event. Paul Heyman's been backstage all night trying to find a, a third member. But everyone's turning him down because, you know. The bloodline have been assholes these last two years. Mm -hmm. Two? So, like, three. Like seven. Like four. <laughs> it's been four years. Uh, three and a half. Yeah, something like that. But let's get to it. Randy Orton, LA Knight, AJ Styles taking on Solo, Jimmy, and a mystery of partner. Uh, but during Orton's entrance, they Solo and Jimmy beat him up. So he has to get help to the back. So now it's just two on two. Uh, but AJ and LA Knight still not getting along. They've been beefing ever since AJ came back and attacked him for no reason. But uh, they managed to work together, though. Crowd's loving it. They do a spot where AJ does a chomp and then Knight does a punch. And they were doing the woo, yeah, woo, woo yeah, yeah, woo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, fun. Yeah. 
fun stuff. But then, of course, there's a misunderstanding later when AJ goes for a tag and Knight jumps off the apron because Solo was coming at him. So AJ thinks he's trying to fuck him, fuck him over here. And uh, that's when Jimmy runs in with a super kick. AJ ducks. Knight gets hit. But then Randy Orton's music hits. So he comes out to take his proper spot in the match, gets the hot tag, goes on a roll, hits the draping DDT. Uh, then the RKO gets the pinfall. So uh, easy day at work for Randy. Uh, but then, yeah, Solo jumps him after the bell. AJ comes in with a phenomenal forearm, and then Knight hits a BFT. Orton hits another RKO. So the three baby faces stand tall. Uh, and they send a message to Roman when they, uh, the three of them pick up Solo and hit the old shield triple power bomb through the announce table. It's a big spot to end the show. Big spot. I love, uh, Randy Orton's new thing of coming in, doing late, doing a couple moves, and then going like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> eventually just spouting off whatever the fuck he wants to say and yeah. do it's an interesting way uh it's an interesting way to kind of live the twilight years of your career it's uh next week but next <laughs> yeah. so next next week you get the contract signing of course the big uh yeah the big fatal four-way i'm excited i'm excited signing. for this world title match to actually uh you know be a multi-man i'm excited for that we roman's yet to have a defense that falls in such category. Other than the triple threat. Which what was the triple threat? With Edge and Daniel Bryan. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. That was so WrestleMania. That was so long ago. That was seven <laughs> WrestleManias ago, Mike. Come on. Yeah, I, know, I know. But you are right. But you still yeah, part but, of hey, and honestly, honestly, I'm actually hoping that the finish from the Royal Rumble is the same where it's all three of them pinned on top of each other you and then triple Roma. stack. <laughs> I want a triple stack, baby. Give triple me stack Wendy's burger. Give me that give me that triple stack flapjacks. Extra syrup. <laughs> Uh, that was the entirety of the episode of SmackDown. We move on through to the very next night, AEW Collision. And this was also a collision um, and uh, I think Battle of the Belts. Battle of the Belts 12 or something uh, was also. Number nine. Was also on the same night. That was after. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we start off Adam Copeland coming out. He's doing these open challenges. Uh, that's his new thing, answered by Lee Moriarty. Nice. So last week it was Griff Garrison. Now it's another guy we don't see much of, but uh, you know Copeland gives him some shine. He gets to go about ten minutes or so. So you know that's the most we've seen of him all year or in years. I don't know, but uh, anyways, y'all know what's gonna happen. Copeland uh, eventually uh, hits a big fallaway slam, and then he applies the cross face, which they are now calling the Grindhouse. Grindhouse. And I like that. Yeah. Lee taps out, so Copeland gets the win. Then just grabs a mic, tells Christian he's still coming for his ass. I'm still coming for your ass. Yeah, this is great. You know, uh, Edge is out there. See, I said it right there. Adam Copeland's yeah. out there. He's having a lot of fun. Um, getting to work some young talent. Man, imagine you're fucking Lee Moriarty and then suddenly the man formerly known as Edge, he's, he, you're get to wrestle him. <laughs> That would be insane. I, I, and I picture this kind of working out for the next little while, maybe up until Revolution. 
It'll just be Copeland taken out. He'll be winning all of these matches, but they'll be against, you know, very, very, you know, enhancement talent types. Yeah. But it kind of... It's, Sean Dean. It's great for everybody, though, in, in its own kind of way. Yeah, uh, gives a little shine to these undercard guys. Shine to the undercard guys, the experience to be with somebody like uh, Adam Copeland in the ring. I feel like it's a win-win. And uh, more dubs yeah. for Canadians. That's uh, my that's my 2024 <laughs> goal. More Canadians should be winning more matches. <laughs> there you go. Uh, next match, Mogul Embassy defending their uh, Ring of Honor six-man titles against... Oh, wait. Yeah, are they? Yeah, they're the champs, right? Yeah, the yeah. Ring of Honor six man tag champs, and that's what the yeah, yeah. is for. Righteous. So it's them and Lance Archer, for, yeah, versus Lance Archer and the Righteous. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, whatever. Match was fine. Uh, the big man Dutch does a big tope and hero to the floor. Prince Nana tries to interfere, so Jake the Snake punches him out. Eventually, Khan hits a pedigree. Uh, gets the pinfall, so Mogul Embassy retained the belts. Are you on board with the Righteous yet, Mike? Gotta get on board. They're all right. They're all right. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, they're not gonna wow uh, me. I'm just saying they're all right. <laughs> yeah, they're all right. Uh, Dustin Rhodes taking on Willie Mac. Uh, Willie Mac mocks him, does the gold dust taunt, and then a standing moonsault. Impressive move for the big man. Uh, but Dustin, you know, he's got, he's got a Canadian destroyer. He's got to hit at least one every match. Uh, so he pulls that out, pops the crowd. Uh, then he hits the big power slam, follows up with the crossroads, which Willie does a great job selling, spikes himself down. And then Dustin follows up with the final cut for good measure. It's a three count, so Dustin Rhodes with the big win. Love seeing it. Dustin Rhodes is she's been on a tear the last uh, three, three and a half, four weeks maybe. We've been just been seeing him uh, from World's End onward, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Ever since he stepped in for Keith Lee, he's been getting some good TV time, and uh, he was interviewed backstage after Christian and the Patriarchy interrupt. So Dustin challenges Christian. To a TNT title match, which we'll see on Dynamite. Hell yeah. yeah. God. Christian made fun of Dusty Rhodes being dead because, you know, Cause dead a, fathers. That's his whole thing. That's his gimmick. And guess what? It works. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Page, Adam Page uh, is back. Adam Page is home. His homecoming in a way. I think he's from the nearby he's he this was in Norfolk, Virginia. He's from a nearby city. <laughs> that tracks. Uh yeah. So Hangman taking on JD Drake. Crowd super hot for the Hangman. Uh Drake looking pretty good though, getting some moves in. Big Vader bomb. But Hangman shows his strength. He lifts up Drake, hits a big Death Valley driver. Drake goes for the moonsault. Hangman avoids, hits the buckshot lariat to get the win. Get the win. Taking out the workhorseman. Uh, yeah, of course you got to book him in the local show. What else are you going to do? You got to book him in the local show. That's how it works. And he's got a nice big mustache beard going on right now. Yeah, he's got a little bit of a jungle boy happening right now. He has the, uh, yeah. the clearance to just let it grow because nothing says I'm a bad guy. I'm a meanie. Nothing says I'm a meanie. <laughs> Like having a long beard. But I feel like he's like he's trimming the beard 
more than the mustache. Like yeah, the mustache is, is, yeah, it feels like it's way longer, but not thicker. Yeah, which I like. It's like uh, it's an interesting look. Yeah. You don't see it too it's often. Uh, then we got Deanna Perrazzo taking on Red Velvet. In a decent little match. We just go back and forth until Perrazzo gets Velvet in the Venus de Milo. Wrenches both of her arms backwards and Velvet submits. So Perrazzo gets the win. Yeah, as she should in her very first uh, win over here in AEW. Still looking to take that women's division uh, over by storm. Yeah. Fresh new signing. Yeah. Uh, and we got Hook taking on Kevin Matthews. Uh, Matthews just charges that hook of the corner. Hook moves. Matthews slams his head off the FTW title, which was sitting right there. And then Hook just hits a couple big suplexes, uh, puts on the red rum, gets the submission win in short. Order. Of course, yeah. The jobber win. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's all it needed to be. Yep. So let's go to the main event. We got a six-man tag. House of Black versus Daniel Garcia and FTR. Plenty of time for this one. Almost 25 minutes. And, I mean, FTR, House of Black, they've been beefing for a while now. So just a good hard-fought match. and uh, Stiff. There's yeah. some stiff strikers here in the in this yeah. group. Stiff strikes, kicks, chops, a little bit of everything. Malachi and Buddy hit like a double GTS at one point. Uh uh, wicked spot where we got a a triple team pile driver where Dax and Cash both pick up Brody and Garcia jumps off the rope to spike him down for the triple pile driver. Seen plenty of doubles. I don't know if I've ever seen a triple. A triple? Pile. So that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. Uh, so yeah, the crowd's loving it. Chanting, this is awesome. Garcia gets Malachi on his shoulders and then Dax jumps off the top rope with a big doomsday bulldog off the shoulders and uh, Dax hits a pile driver. Buddy, Buddy like bounces off his head when he takes his pile driver. I don't know how he did it, but uh, yeah, h- him and Rhea, they they practice their spikes. <laughs> yeah, when they're at home together. Exactly. You know, say so go in the uh, backyard like, honey, we're practicing spikes today, <laughs> and then they just go back and forth. The neighbors have no clue what's going on. Yeah, uh, but then Malachi jumps in, hits the spinning heel kick on Dax. Buddy follows up with the curb stomp, and that gets the three count. House of Black pick up the win. Great match. Uh, afterwards, mm-hmm. House of Black continue to the the attack, but Cash and Garcia grab some chairs and smack them around, and uh, they hit a three-man shatter machine on Brody. And so uh, I don't think we're done yet with these guys. Yeah, and, um, you know, I think did this, this match closed out the uh, episode of Collision here. You know, no sign of the acclaimed. You know, uh, no sign of the guys who hold those trios championships. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. Yeah, this whole uh, pretty much since they've won it, they've really yeah not done much with those titles. They turned them pink, and then that's about it. And that's about it. You can buy them for five thousand dollars on uh, awshop.com yeah. or for something. one. You don't even get a three of them. One for five thousand. Wow, it's ridiculous, but. Uh, then yeah, immediately after was the Battle of the Belts 9. Did you check that out? I don't think I did. No, I definitely right, didn't. Well, I'll just give you quick little highlights. Uh, Big Bill, Ricky Starks defended the AEW tag titles against Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara in a street fight. 
And this was one of the most literal street fights. They started outside on the street. Oh, okay, I saw these just... highlights. Yeah, this was great. Yeah. An actual so, street fight. Yeah, so lots of weapons, you know, uh, slamming each other onto cars and all that stuff, shattering the windshield. Uh, yeah, eventually they get into the arena. There's more silliness. My favorite part, you know what has to happen. Chris Jericho, he walks past the pylon. Puts it on his head and does that. That was that was a that was uh, one of the one of your favorite spots ever. I mean, yeah, it wasn't as nothing will match the first one just because it was so unexpected. <laughs> but uh, I just love it that that's his that's his thing. When he sees a pylon, he has to put it on his head. But wow. Uh, then another really cool spot I saw where when Bill he throws Sammy into a wall but Sammy just like jumps kicks does a backflip off the wall onto his feet oh okay I saw that spot too it was like a backstage one yeah yeah and that's like you know that's like that's that's like a slippery wall the kind that you know like in public schools the painted concrete that's pretty cool that's pretty cool Sammy hey nobody's Uh, ever said Sammy's not an athletic man nope and he's a brave man because the final big spot of the match uh, so they finally make their way to the arena, out to the ring. Uh, big Bill does a big power bomb to Jericho through a table, and then Ricky and Sammy fight their way to the top of the stage. Sammy knocks Ricky down, and then starts climbing up the set, the metal, whatever you call it. Uh, he just climbs all the way up to the top of the video screen, and he's 25 feet in the air. Jumps off with a big swanton bomb, but Powerhouse Hobbs yanks Ricky out of the way. So Sammy just crashes, breaks through the stage. Crowd chants, holy shit, massive fall. Uh, and then Ricky covers him, gets the three count. So Ricky and Bill are tamed. But uh, yeah, ended up being pretty well, fun. Remember when we had that street fight? Or it was, uh, it was Jericho and Roddy Strong. And they really like it. Was it or was it him and Adam I Cole? Think that- and Roderick Strong uh, came for the save. I think it was Roddy Strong. Yeah, but there was yeah there was a and then I think Adam Cole came in for the save like at the end like when they made it outside something happened. But yeah, yeah. like I do like the we're outside further than just you know into the concourse. I mean WWE never goes into the concourse. <laughs> I mean they have they have but they don't but. really anymore. Uh yeah, not as much. I mean it's tough. Like, like logistically, uh, it's yeah, and also yeah, it's not like it might not be popular looking TV uh, or well, whatever. For the, yeah, for the people in the crowd, like you know, this was the biggest match of the the show. The and show. you're watching, but I guess ninety percent of it on the screen. That's a good point. I guess in this case, uh, you know, you were there for Collision already. Yeah. So and I you did g- get the big dive off the fucking. So I guess yeah, I guess in that case, pound. yeah, you know, I yeah, I, I wouldn't complain. Yeah. But uh, that was the big match. Other than that, Julia Hart defeated Anna Jay to retain her title. And then in the main event, Orange Cassidy defeated Preston Vance to retain his title. Uh, yeah, so pretty decent Battle of the Belts. Fantastic. You know, at least it was three of the main titles and not like the ROH bullshit titles or the right. FWA title. Yeah. Like some of the other past. Well, hey, you know, like they're, they're, they're doing some special shows. You know, everything's different. They're trying new stuff. Yeah, but anyways. Congratulations to everyone over on Collision Battle of the Belts. We got to make our way through the weekend past all of our brand new TNA stuff, uh, which we're very much excited for. Over on to Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. Let's get raw. 
honestly, the, the, there's a bunch of show, and then the, this uh, one of the biggest main events in recent Raw history, in the grand scheme of just everything, Mike, uh, Ginger Mahal, <laughs> Seth Rollins. I can't, I can't, I actually cannot remember a a picture of Seth Rollins match that has so been so hotly anticipated on live television. Well, I mean that mostly because of all of the, the online discourse and. Hey, what, Tony Khan tweets and everything. Whatever makes it hot. Yeah. I mean, Rollins, he defended the world title against Drew and Jey Uso on Raw but, in the last few months. So, But something about Jinder Mahal. <laughs> but none of them are, I guess Drew is a former WWE champion, but still. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. We'll get to that shortly. Uh, but we start off, Cody Rhodes coming out, big pop. Why he wants to talk about why he's here. The reason he came back to WWE. Drew McIntyre interrupts. He goes over their history. You know, they kind of came up together in WWE. Similar career paths. They had to both leave and come back. Bigger and better than ever. But, uh, you know, Drew believes, Cody, you will win that world title. You'll finish your story one day, but not before I finish mine. And yeah, they just both, uh, you know, talk about the Rumble and, that's about it, man. They both want to punch their ticket to WrestleMania. I mean, they both want it. Everybody fucking wants it. It's sign point in season. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, uh, McIntyre, uh, McIntyre's looking, uh, it's just looking great lately um, in this new kind of, in, in his heel, but I'm not really a heel. I'm trying to finish my own story. Like, you know. The fans yeah. like I mean, him. He's justified. In the fans like him, and he's just kind of salty about it, about, you know, just everything else. <laughs> and I think it's really working well. Yeah. No, he's definitely in that tweener category right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Backstage, R-Truth selling Judgment Day merch with his, uh, with his name taped over it. Kind of some bootlegging going on there. Damian <laughs> Priest comes up. He's like, what's going on here, man? You know, keep it on the down low, but uh, Truth offers him a big stack of cash to give him his cut with the merch. Well, we'll see some more shenanigans later with that. Yeah, a little more later, like we said. Uh, if they're making merch, yeah. it's got to be important. <laughs> JD McDonough and Dominic uh, teaming up against DIY, and crowd's pretty into DIY. We had some Johnny Wrestling chants right off the bat. Uh, it was a bit of a smaller crowd due to some bad weather. Yeah, so yeah, so they that. were they were in a uh, a smaller venue like it's like a, it's like a it's like an eight thousand seater. Yeah, and I think just yeah, the weather crowd was still loud though, but it was a bit of a smaller crowd. Yeah. Uh, so, but, but yeah, yeah but tons they, of heat. They had to change the set because of that. I'm sure you can notice, and uh, it was yeah, all it was yeah, all good. The, the uh, it was like the house show version of the set, so some smaller screens, but mm -hmm. it looks cool. Fun to switch things up. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, lots of booze for Dominic. DIY looking good. Some nice double team moves. Uh, DIY hit a big double power bomb. Crowd's getting really into the match, chanting, This is awesome. Dominic goes for 619. Johnny catches his legs, holds him there while Ciampa runs in with the big knee to the face. And then, uh, yeah, Ciampa hits a BDDT, spikes down JD. And then DIY hit their meet in the middle finishing move. And that gets the pinfall. So DIY with the big win here. Kind of, uh, you know, got to be on the path for a tag title shot, you would think. 
Uh, yeah, especially the way that they've come together as a team. Yeah, you know, the last kind of three or four weeks, they've been getting some wins. Crowd's starting to chant for them. I like it. Have we had an official, like, hug it out kind of thing, or am I crazy? Uh, well, I don't think they ever had issues on the main roster because yeah. they were never here at the same time. They were just injured. and So I think we're just kind of like, there, we're, they're friends. We're just going to forget about <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah. That was years ago. That was NXT stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, anyways, we got another tag match. Chelsea Green, Piper Niven taking on Indy Hartwell. Candice LeRae, winner, gets a women's tag title shot. Uh, so yeah, match was fine. Uh, some cool double team moves. Candace does like a code breaker and a sent on at the same time, landing on Piper's back. And then Indy hangs Chelsea up on the ropes while Candace does a springboard moonsault onto her. And that gets the pinfall. So big win here for Candace LeRae, Indy Hartwell. Hey, Candace and Indy. Indy, uh, great to see, um, you know, Gosh, what was the last injury that she was out with? Um, <laughs> I feel like, uh, probably, I'm just going to guess a knee. I feel like every woman tears her knee at some point. Well, yeah. On, on this. Well, and this fucking, but, uh, you know, all, all these perf- all these PC ladies, all tearing Nikita Lyons, Cora Jade, yeah. everyone's tearing everything up. Yeah, Charlotte. Charlotte. Bailey's tore her. Bailey. Knox tore uh, her. Dakota Everyone. Kai tore both. What is happening at the Performance Center where all of these women are tearing their ACL? What is happening here, Mike? I mean, it's, no, it's all across. I mean, Chris Statlander did it twice. Both knees. Uh, what is happening, Michael? Yeah. I've heard just in general, like, biologically, women's knees are not structurally as sound as men's, I guess. <laughs> structurally you know, if you sound. If try to do the same moves, the same, <laughs> the same moves, the same impact can have a worse effect. Wow, and that's my uh, that's what I've heard. Okay, yeah. I'll have to believe you. <laughs> uh, but anyways, no one tore a knee in this match, so they're fine. Thank Christ. Uh, up next, Gunther comes out with Ludwig Kaiser, and they actually got a warm reception here. There were some cheers going on, and Gunther kind of cracked a smile from being cheered, but the other half of the crowd was being idiots. Doing the what chants and chanting for Cody, Cody and uh, but anyways, Gunther just puts over Kaiser for uh, showing his violent side the other week. That's when Xavier Woods interrupts, says they went too far on their attack on Kofi, and uh, that's why Kofi's not here tonight. But Xavier challenges Kaiser to a match, so we just jump right into that. Uh, it's the hard hitting match. They brawl their way out to the floor. Uh, Woods picks up one of the commentary team's chairs and smacks Kaiser with it, causing the DQ. Which I don't think I've ever seen someone get DQ'd by using that chair. Not that it isn't a DQ, it's just normally they go for the metal ones. You know? Yeah, normally that's more of like a, a chair that's kind of like in the way. That's like an yeah. in the way chair. So, But, I mean, he still broke the rule, so that's fair. That's fair. Uh, All's fair in love and uh, wrestling. And then after, Woods goes and grabs a steel chair anyways, but Kaiser hits a big kick, slams the chair into Woods' face. Uh, but then Xavier grabs the stairs, launches them at Kaiser, but he ducks and runs off. So looks like they'll 
their beef is not over. Yeah, they'll they'll continue to go. I think mostly as uh, we figure out where we're landing for WrestleMania, Gunther here. Because honestly, if I'm Gunther, I'm trying to win the Rumble. I'm trying yeah, he to win the be Rumble. In the Rumble, I mean, he was the runner-up last year. He had the long, the longest time, number uh, one to number thirty, or longer than anybody longest else time ever. Exactly, thirty man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So hell of a, you know, if he was one of my top guys, if CM Punk hadn't have come back, I would have thought he could be a guy challenging Rollins. Well, yeah, well, CM Punk fucks up a lot of stuff, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> but either way, you know. Uh, what I'm hoping for is uh, Gunther eliminates Brock Lesnar in the Raw Rumble, and that leads to uh, the biggest Intercontinental title match of all time. Of all time. Literally. Both literally in terms of mass of performers <laughs> and yeah. qual- qual- match importance. Yeah. I mean, that's Gunther's been saying that that's his final boss. He wants that wow. match. And uh, I don't think Brock Lesnar's ever challenged for any belt. That wasn't the world title. So, yeah. That would be interesting as well. Yeah, good point. <clears throat> Up next, Akira Tozawa takes on Ivar. So, uh, yeah, Tozawa in tough here against the big man, but he hits a nice DDT early on and then rips his shirt like Hulk Hogan. Uh, but then Ivar just grabs him, hits a big spinning power slam. Climbs up for the moonsault. Maxine Dupree jumps up to distract him, which allows Tozawa to jump up. Hit a big sunset flip onto Ivar. Uh, off the ropes, Tozawa makes the cover, gets a three count. So big win here for Tozawa. Yeah, huge win. God. Yeah. Valhalla, though, she's pissed. She attacks Maxine. Ivar beats up Tozawa. Mm-hmm. Hits him with that big moonsault anyways, which they are now calling the Doom Salt. Doom salt ready. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's that. Uh, Rhea Ripley comes out for promo. Lots of mommy chants going on. She's sick of others trying to claim her division. It's her division. That's why she's a champ. Becky Lynch inter- interrupts. Just says, you know, we stand here. Two very different people with very similar journeys coming from a foreign land spending years trying to figure things out going from an afterthought to defining themselves at wrestlemania but only one of us has won a wrestlemania main event and uh you know becky says we're the two of we're two of the best to ever do it Rhea, you may even be better than me but uh you gotta prove it uh or i'm gonna prove it yeah and to do that, she wants to take the title off Rhea. And in order to do that, she's got to win the Royal Rumble, point at the sign, <laughs> declare that at WrestleMania, it will be Mommy versus the man. Rhea says she would love that. See you there. And, I mean, that's that sounds good to me. That's the biggest match you can do. I mean, that's what, isn't that what you the, said we've been waiting for forever? Yeah, I've been saying this all year. Well, oh, yeah, and yeah, that's thing, is... you know, and Rhea, Rhea and CM Punk have been in the, or sorry, not CM Punk, sorry, Rhea and Cody Rhodes have been in this holding pattern of, like, we're just waiting a year. And it was so nice, <laughs> it was so nice to hear it, it, you know, them talk about it. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's definitely the biggest match you could possibly do in the women's division, and mm-hmm. yeah. Can't wait to see that, even if, I mean, Becky, she doesn't even have to win the Rumble. She can find a way into that match. Yeah, she'll figure it out. She'll figure it out. 
Let's go to Miz teaming up with our truth once again to take on Damian Priest and Finn Balor. But uh, Truth, he's got wads of cash from all this merch he's been selling backstage. Mm-hmm. He's trying to pay off Priest and Balor, handing them stacks, fat stacks. And Dominic jumps up to get his cut. Uh, Truth hands him some and hugs him. J.D. McDonough jumps up. He wants his, but Truth says, you want a member? Your name's not on the shirt. So uh, that's when Balor starts beating up Truth. And Truth is like, what the fuck, man? I thought we were on a team. And uh, so eventually Truth has to fight back Hits a nice scissor kick Goes to hit Priest But Priest is like whoa You trying to join us or not And then Priest hits Truth anyway With the south of heaven uh, Which gets the three count So Judgment Day get the win But uh, this our truth thing man It's it's fun It's Sami Zayn it's Usi it's, Yeah know, it, it, it is that, very but... Sami Zayn Usi uh, yeah. Style But it's fun yeah. Yeah. You know, I could see them letting him in at the end of the day. You think so, at eh? At some point. Wow. I don't know. I mean, uh, it's it's over. Crowd's into it. So. Yeah, why not? And then... Uh, Who knows? I've heard Damian Priest is personally pushing for it. Like, let's, <laughs> let's keep this storyline going. Well, yeah, he, let's keep it going because I don't know when I'm going to cash in my fucking thing. <laughs> that as well. Uh, we got one more match before the main event. Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark take on Tegan Knox and Natalia. Nothing too crazy here. They just kind of go back and forth. Tegan and Natty go for the heart attack. It gets countered. Shayna applies Kirafuda clutch. Natalia taps out. So Shayna and Zoe get the win. Get the win. Uh, these women, yeah. women's tag. Women's tag. It's starting to get better. Like we're getting, we're seeing some consistent teams that have been mm-hmm. showing up and. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's two women's tag matches on the same episode of Raw, so that's that's something. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but let's go to the big main event. You're very hyped for it. Seth Rollins defending that World Heavyweight Championship against Jinder Mahal. The controversial matchup. Jinder comes out. He's got Indu Share, Veer, Sangha at his side. Shanky, nowhere to be found. Uh... Where's Shanky? Did he get released? I can't even remember. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Either way, those guys are there. They cause some trouble. Jinder gets some moves in. And then in the middle of the match, Damian Priest comes out with that money in the bank. He kind of has a seat at ringside, just you know, waiting for his moment. Uh, yeah, Jinder goes for a suplex. Rollins counters, muscles him up for a big falcon arrow. And then Rollins hits the pedigree, but his knee kind of gives out. So he takes a second to make the cover, which allows Sangha to put Jinder's foot on the rope. Breaks the pin. Uh, so Rollins does a big dive to take the other guys out on the floor. Uh, then a bit later, both men are down in the ring. Priest stands up like he's ready to cash in his briefcase. But then Drew McIntyre hops the barricade, takes him out. A little bit of revenge for... Uh, when Priest interfered when his, in his, his title, title, title match, match yeah. Yeah. So they just kind of brawl back in the ring. Jinder hits Roddy Strong's finisher at the end of Heartache. Makes the cover. Gets a big near fall. And then Jinder grabs a chair. The ref goes to remove the chair, but he doesn't see on the other side of the ring. Veer smacks Rollins in the head with the Money in the Bank case, which allows Jinder to hit the Coloss. Makes the cover, but Rollins kicks out at two. 
big near fall there. The crowd was going nuts. Um, you know, even though no one believed Jinder was going to win, they believed for a second here that he could. I was, this, I was hoping. Near fall. I was hoping. <laughs> you were hoping. Yeah, I was hoping of, to see Jinder. He's win. one of my favorite WWE champions of all time. <laughs> Good Canadian guy. Good Canadian kid. <laughs> uh, so yeah, big near fall. Crowd's going wild. Jinder can't believe it. He goes for another coloss, but Rollins slips out, hits the curb stomp, gets a three count, retains the belt as he should. But this match ended up being a lot better than I thought it would. Yeah, a lot more fun. I think. Uh, see, I know. I see. I was into it, right? Because I think the online presence made it, <laughs> made it that. So it was. Uh, it was always going to be, you know, a little bit different. And uh, yeah, it was great. You know, it was nice to see Jinder Mahal getting something going. And uh, you know, he clearly <laughs> has the support. He clearly has support and fans. I mean, yeah, he had good heat that near fall, man. Had a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of people going. Had a lot of people so. buzzing. Yeah. No, it was fine. Good main event. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that was the entirety of Raw. Good overall show. Uh, the first half of the week, Mike, and we should take a break. Yeah. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Uh, We have all the action over on NXT. Of course, we're talking AEW Dynamite, so you're going to want to stick around. Back here with the second half of the show, folks. Thank you for sticking it out through the break. Wrestling World keeps moving on. Onwards and upwards. (laughs) One man has once said over on NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's a good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. This is a week two of the the dusty the dusty tag team classic. Yeah. We got old Dusty Cup there. Jump right in with uh, Trick Williams, Carmelo Hayes taking on Idris Anofi, Malik Blade. Round one match. Blade was wearing the Dusty Rhodes polka dots. Class, someone there. has to do it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Blade and Anofi, they put up a decent fight. Uh, Anofi hits a big blockbuster. It was almost like a destroyer the way he flipped all the way around with it. And it was all like a block, cool. like a block, a Canadian block destroyer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it was really a, a hybrid of the two. It was, yeah, it was a cool move. Either he uh, o- they overdid one or underdid the other. I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was just let's do something new here. Uh, and then Blade hits a beautiful top rope elbow drop, big near fall there. But Carmelo fights back, hits a code breaker, tags in Trick. Who hits the big running knee to the head, gets the pinfall. So Trick and Mello going on to the next round. Uh, and Mello, um, got it. Got, we always got to comment whenever someone's working double duty. Um, yeah, guy like Carmelo right. Hayes working main roster, working down here. You got you got to appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, then we got the new North American champ, Oba Femi, coming out for a promo. Maybe his first ever promo here. From, uh, I don't know, I can't recall. Could not tell you what he sounds like, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. He says he knows it's a surprise to see him as champ, but, uh, you know, it was a prophecy. Uh, He's ready to drop anyone who steps up. That's when Dragon Lee comes out. 
He understands. Oba's hungry. Took his moment last week. Uh, but that title represents opportunity. Hopefully, he will continue to give others those opportunities and continue with the open challenges. And Dragon Lee wants to be the first challenger here tonight. But Oba says, nope. Open challenges are now closed. So Lee demands a rematch at Vengeance Day. And Oba just says, you ain't calling the shots. I'll consider it, though. You're not calling the shots. I'll um uh, I'll, I'll consider it. Yeah. <laughs> and we got some women's tag action. Lola Vice, Electra Lopez taking on Lyra Valkyria and Tatum Paxley. Uh, Paxley still doing the whole stalker thing. She copied Lyra's gear entirely. She's doing her poses. She's uh yeah, she's a twin. She's a twin twinning. Hashtag twinning. Hashtag. Uh, but they end up working well together. Tatum hits a cool, it's like a modified JML driver where she lands on her back. And then uh, Lola goes for a big spin kick on Lyra. Paxley shoves Lyra out of the way, takes the kick, which knocks her out. And she falls right on top of Electra into a pin. Ref counts to three. So Tatum, Paxley, Lyra, Valkyria get the win. Get the win over the... Uh... The more ex- the more experienced, I don't know. Yeah, I mean they've they've teamed before mm-hmm. compared to these two. So. They've at least been in the same room. <laughs> uh, backstage, Trick and Mello are hyped about their win. When we get the returning Ilya Dragunov walking up, he apologizes to Trick for their match getting canceled before, but now he's medically cleared, and Trick deserves that title match on a big stage like Vengeance Day. So Trick is all pumped, but Carmelo's like, man, Vengeance Day, that's supposed to be the Dusty Cup Finals, man. What? 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 So. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> Little conflict of interest there, but uh, no reason he can't fight twice. Uh, on the but, same uh, on the yeah. same show? Why not? Okay. If he wants to. Okay. Yeah. And we got Ridge Holland taking on Joe Coffey. Uh, just a hard-hitting bout. The other members of Gallus interfering when they can, but Ridge overcomes it all, hits the Northern Grit, gets the win in under three minutes. And then Gallus jump in, beat him down after. No one comes out to help Ridge. Yeah, Ridge got no buddies. Seamus is gone. Peter Dune is, you know, a different namesake, so. Yeah. Uh, Braun Breaker, Baron Corbin get interviewed backstage. Breaker trying to suggest some team names, the Wolf Dogs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, like that was it. that was rough. <laughs> I like it, the Wolf Dogs. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, Corbin doesn't like it, so Braun says, "How about the Wild Boars?" And I don't know. I guess they still got some brainstorming to do. But you know, Braun's showing an effort. He wants them to have a unified name, so which I which I love. You know how much I love. Yeah. Something. If you're gonna team up, you gotta. You gotta have God, some. rule number one. It's what held. It's what held Sammy and Kevin back. <laughs> uh, let's do another one of these Dusty Cup matches. Duke Hudson, Riley Osborne taking on the LWO Del Toro and Wild. Uh, just a fun little match here. LWO doing their thing. The big high flying. Some nice double team moves. Uh, Riley Osborne though, some high flying of his own. A nice. Fosbury flop to the floor and then later he does a Jeff Hardy style whisper in the wind uh, Del Toro with a big poison run on Duke 
Duke rolls to the floor. Del Toro does a suicide dive into a tornado DDT on the floor. That got a big holy shit chant. And, got a big one. Uh, and then back of the ring, he hits a moonsault. Tags in Wild, who hits the Phoenix Splash. Gets the pinfall. So nice win for LWO here as they move on to the semifinals. Congratulations to these boys. Been looking good. Mm-hmm. Chase, Chase, you <sighs> not looking good. Yeah, ever since this whole money scandal. Yeah, so the the the, uh, <laughs> the scandal. Yeah, but uh, then we got Dijack taking on Trey Bearhill, who uh, Trey's got. I guess this kind of native gimmick going on. He was he was coming down with face paint, feathers, and I guess a little it, drum. Is he allowed to do that? Should I, should I search I it so. up? I think so. I don't think they would do that in this day and age if it's not part of his uh, heritage. Okay, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, Bear Hill, that's kind of a native mm. name. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, he does all right in there. Uh, big exploder suplex in the corner. We had Joe Gacy on commentary. He's got a new look. He had a, a suit. New hairstyle. Uh, Dijak gets in his face, so Gacy headbutts Dijak. Ref didn't see it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Dijak is still able to hit Bear Hill with the discus. Big boot. Gets a three count, so Dijak wins. Gacy jumps him. They brawl to the back. And then Lexus King appears. He attacks Bear Hill. So they still got beef. Lexus stands tall. Still got beef. Also, let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you about the beef they still got. It's in the ring. Big beef. <laughs> yeah. Big beef. Uh, backstage, JBL appeared to talk to Josh Briggs, kind of give him some advice. You know, he wants him to he wants him to show what he's really capable of. So some singles push for Josh Briggs maybe in the future. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got a big entrance. He's got a big way about him. I, I, yeah. I, I didn't care so much yeah. for JBL. I could probably do without seeing him ever again. But Yeah, I don't care too much either. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, Briggs, between Briggs and Jensen, they always seem to push Briggs a little bit more. Yep. He was in that Iron Survivor Challenge match last month. and Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, some unfortunate news. The string of ACL tears What continues. did I say, Mike? Yes. What did I say? <laughs> Well, what did I say? It's just biologics at this point. Uh, biologics. Happens in every company across every brand. Uh, but Cora Jade, suffering an unfortunate injury at a house show, tore the ACL, is going to be out of action for up to a year. And, you know, this is after she just came back for after being gone for half a year. And uh, so, very unfortunate news for Cora Jade. Gosh, um... Yeah, I think it happened at a house. Yeah, at a house show somewhere that they do. Um, yeah, but what is it about? Yeah. What is it about? What are they doing at the PC that's leading to all these ACL injuries? Like you said, or uh... <laughs> well, I mean, it's not even just them though. Chris Statlander, Jamie Hader, all these other women getting injured. Jamie Hader, Monet, Jamie Hader wasn't her knee, but it was right. Jamie Hader had a knee thing. Well, she's been out for a while. I can't remember what the injury was. I, I thought the injury was now. new tits. Is that not the injury? 
That was Jamie Cor- Hader. That was Cora. That, J- was Cora well, that was Cora Jade's injury. Yeah, it's too bad. Wow. You know what? It's too it's too bad also because I think the way the the professional wrestling world moves fast, and uh, you know, it might be difficult for her to get back to it because by the time that she's back in NXT, boom! Oh, another one. Sol Del, Sol Del Ruca. Sol Del Ruca yeah, w- will be back by the time Corja, you know, like the, the division moves fast, the talent moves fast, they pump you over to the main roster, or they release you, you know, so, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, that's kind of, they're, they're, you know, the faster they pump out this talent, the more of a problem they're eventually going to have. <clears throat> um, I mean, yeah, you would think, you know, a year from now, Cora J should be getting ready to be called up, but now, uh, you yeah. know. She's pretty much right. Back Re- where do you reestablish her on NXT and then bring her up, or do you bring her up to the main roster and kind of hope for the best? But fuck, then you turn into the the lady Cameron Grimes. Yeah, hopefully not. Right. So, gosh, it must be hard. Tough times. Yep. Tough times. Hard times. Hard times. Someone said that. But, once. Uh, let's... Dusty Rhodes. Someone said that once. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the main event. We've got a 20 women battle royal here. Uh where it starts off as a regular battle royal, but once we get to the final four, it turns into a fatal four-way match with the winner earning a women's title shot at Vengeance Day. So uh yeah. Pretty standard battle royal action here. You got pretty much the whole division here, except for no Tiffany Stratton. What the hell is going on here? Where's the Strat Man? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They've been uh, pretty much since No Mercy. They've been ruining my girl there. So It felt like a call-up was imminent, oh. but maybe not. I mean, next week, Royal Rumble, I could certainly see her coming in. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe that call-up is her time. Yeah, I mean, if not then, then what the fuck are they even doing here? Because, yeah. She should get called up, last like 30 minutes, get a couple eliminations. Yeah, do some work. Map. You can work. She can work. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that's what they're doing. Otherwise, what the hell's going on here? Agreed. Anyways, uh, Kalani Jordan with the big Kofi Kingston moment. She gets uh, knocked off the apron, but then she jumps onto another wrestler who catches her. and She lands on the announce table. Then she hops onto the, the barricade. Kind of walks along the barricade, jumps onto the steps, gets back in the ring. So she saves herself. Uh, Lola Vice turns on her partner. Electra Lopez eliminates her, but then she gets eliminated right after by Tatum Paxley. And, uh, Thea Hale looking good. One of the crowd favorites. So they got real upset when she was eliminated. And then this rookie, Ren Sinclair. She looked pretty good as well. Got a big elimination on... Lash Legend made it all the way to the final five before Kiana James eliminated her. So we're down to the final four. Kiana James, Kalani Jordan, Roxanne Perez, and Fallon Henley, which means this is now a fatal four-way match. Uh, Crowd's loving it. They're chanting NXT. They all hit their spots, trade some near falls. Uh, Kiana hits a big spine buster and then the 401k, but she can't make the pin. Roxanne hits a big top rope Hurricane Rana. Kalani flies in with a frog splash, but eventually Roxanne hits Kalani with the pop rocks, gets the pinfall. So Roxanne Perez gets a title shot at Vengeance. 
I liked this. Uh, I I liked this setup of you know not and not just the battle royal happened and then eventually leading to. You know, next week the fatal four way, but like no, it's happening right now. The last twenty five minutes yeah. of the show, the last thirty minutes of the show are going to be just this. Um, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, that was a, that was a great way of doing it. We're not setting up the future. Like, hey, this is this is happening right fucking now. So let's fucking go for it. Turn it to a traditional match, and a great way a, <coughs> a great way to a great way to end the show too. End the show on a on a banger. Yeah. It was fun. Everyone got their uh, their highlights there. Some of the lesser known women got to look decent. That yeah, like Ren St. Clair. Uh, yeah, exactly. Never never knew her before, but she looked good in there. Had some fun moments. Izzy Dame. Yeah, Carmen Petrovich. No, well, we know her. The next kind of wave. We already know yeah, Blair Davenport and Electra Lopez and Jakara Jackson. Them, we know uh, them. We know them intimately. Yeah. Who's gonna... Well, who knows Stevie Turner? You know? <laughs> yeah, so who's going to take that next step? Gosh, well, certainly it's not going to be Cora Jade. She won't be taking many steps for a little bit. <laughs> Let's move on our way through uh, through the very next night. Of course, we're talking the action on Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. Too sweet. Our highly touted main event, the Hook Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe defending his AEW championship. Um, some great online. Um, one 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 thing that one thing that AEW's they're great at just kind of filming promos and then putting it out there. It's on Twitter, Instagram, these sorts of places. Uh, a lot of great stuff back and forth from Hooks point of view i don't know if you've seen some of this online he but yeah, a couple good just like he's in the streets of new york and it's snowing and he's eating a slice of pizza and he's doing a promo <laughs> uh yeah. videos popping up of him at the strip club just <laughs> throwing just chilling just chilling um you know these sorts of things uh setting it apart you know these aren't just characters these are real people and Hook is living the gimmick. <laughs> Hook is living the gimmick. That's for sure. Um, but uh, the actual opening match from the show this week, um, Justin Roberts comes out, introduces us to Christian Cage, our TNT champion, taking on Dustin Rhodes. Fuck. The, the natural. The natural. One of the better roads. Top, uh, top, top three roads. <laughs> Give me your top three roads. Boom. Give them to me. I mean, yeah. Sorry, Brandy. <laughs> you don't make the cut. Sorry, Brandy. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, oh, Christ. But, yeah. That's the opener. Christian mm-hmm. Cage defending that TNT title. Dustin Rhodes, two legendary veterans here. Crowd's loving it. Uh, yeah, Kill Switch and Nick Wayne on the outside interfering when they can. Early on, Dustin, he hits that deadly bulldog of his. But Christian's <laughs> able to kick out. That maneuver has finished uh, performers in the past. <laughs> it has at least one A match. Uh, and then, of course, Dustin, he's got to hit his token destroyer for another near fall. Christian does a big frog splash. Dustin sets up Christian for the Shattered Dreams. That's when Nick and Killswitch start yelling at the ref, which only distracts him and allows Dustin to hit the uncensored Shattered Dream kick to the balls. Uh, and then Dustin hits a superplex, hangs on right into the crossroad, makes the cover, but Chris kicks out at 2.9. Uh, so big near fall there. Mm-hmm. 
the patriarchy continue to interfere. So Dustin hits Nick Wayne with a destroyer on the floor. Two for one destroyer. And and, and and Nick Wayne goes to the Buddy Matthews school of how to spike the fuck out of yourself. Um, yeah, and I just, think I think this yeah. week uh, Tetsuo Naito was the guest lecturer because all of these men just could spike the fuck out of themselves. <laughs> and Rhea yeah, Ripley. And just, Rhea, don't forget Rhea. Yeah. But it is a skill to just backflip and land on your head and bounce off. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy but thing to say out loud. It's a skill to yeah. backflip onto the top of your head and then pop up. <laughs> Exactly, without destroying yourself. But uh, so yeah, big spot there. Back in the ring, Christian fights back, hits a spear, and then a kill switch. But Dustin kicks out. So the crowd is going nuts, chanting for Dustin. But it doesn't last. Christian picks him up, hits another kill switch, and this time gets the three count. So Christian wins, mm-hmm. retains the belt. But awesome match though, Dustin. Dustin always delivers, man. When you put him in a big spot. Always, and that's and that's what we've seen. You know, between the you know, like we said, this little string of this little string of shows that he's been on, um, the guy just knows how to wrestle. The guy knows how to tell the story in the old school way. Um, even down to the ball, even down to the nut shots, even down to the low blows. <laughs> exactly, it's all part of his his thing. I'm reading. Uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm re- I'm reading the Hitman autobiography. Uh, currently, Hart? yeah, Stu Hart hated the nut shots. By the way, hated low blows. He hated well, them. You know, he's a he's a pure traditionalist. He hated low blows. Yeah. How long? I've heard that book's pretty long. How long is, it, is it like eight hundred pages or something? Well, I think on on my e I I I I have it on the e reader. So I guess depending yeah. on the font size, I have it on has it at twelve hundred. And um, <laughs> no, I'll 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 be finished it soon. Um, I'll be finishing in a couple weeks. It, I, I yeah. I'm, I'm a fast. Well, reader. I've heard it's a great. I've heard it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good so far. Well, I think I'm, we're just, we're at about 1982 right now in his life. So okay. uh, coming on to the good so stuff. My good. my early review is sometimes he uses language and you're like, yeah, well, back then, and then you see it that it was mi- written in 2007, and you're like, e Brett, you should have changed some of that language. Uh, oh, there's a couple uh, homophobic language. There's a couple. There's a couple of those. Yeah, where I think he's saying what w- he would have said at the time. Um, and in I my, mean, if he's quoting himself from the past, that's yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah but I don't know. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like, and also there's a couple of moments where it's like, Brett, you could have said little people. <laughs> well, I mean, but you know, I don't like in 2007. I'm like, I, I don't know, I don't know. But uh, so far, so so far, so good. Well, we'll keep you up when we. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next, we got Orange Cassidy and Trent teaming up against Penta and Commander. Just a fun little fast-paced match. Uh, you know, Commander doing his thing, the tightrope walking moves. Uh, Penta hits a big made in Japan for a near fall. But Cassidy fights back, hits the beach break, orange punch, and then Trent hits the dude buster to get the three count. So him and Cassidy with the win. Yeah, with the quick win, I guess. Maybe not so quick. Uh, is Ray Fenix out of action? Um, I never know because I, yeah. f- I feel like one of these guys is always kind of out. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think since yeah, ever since he lost the international title, he's been, or that's why he lost it so quick is because he got injured. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I mean the pretty much since they lost the trios titles, they they haven't really been doing much. I mean, we haven't seen Pac in like six months. He's always fucking off. Yeah, what's there. his deal? I don't know. It's too bad because he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. When you let him go, but but like he's not hurt, right? I don't think yeah. There's I think he doesn't live in United States. But but, but wasn't one of the whole I things about Will Ospreay? He's like I have to live in England. I mean, you can do it for sure. I wonder. Only on one show it is week. bizarre. Yeah, like when was the last what, what was the last pack match know. that we saw actually? I don't know. I can't think of since they lost the trios titles what they've done. I don't know. Was he at all in Wembley? I don't know. No, I don't think he Too was. Bad, yeah, he's you know he's one of those guys with the right booking. He could be a world champion. He's that good in the. We ring. last saw we last saw him in July, uh, July twenty sixth episode of Dynamite. He took on Gravity. Remember that? I do remember a Gravity. <laughs> the name. I, mean, I know who Gravity is, but. I'm sure the match was, you know, whatever. Yeah, no, he only flippy had... floppy. <laughs> yeah, he only had six matches in the month of, uh, uh, oh, sorry, in the year of 2023. I always wonder what his deal is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's too bad. I guess at, at the same time. time, you know, he keeps it close. I mean, to the, he keeps it close to the chest. He's not out there on social media. He's not out there doing this, that, the other. He's uh. Yeah, that's true. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Penta, Penta switches gimmicks and colors every couple months. And I think that's just because he gets bored. His little tag along. He just gets bored. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, moving along. Undisputed Kingdom come out. They get in the ring. Uh, they Roddy calls out Orange Cassidy. Uh, you know, you're the international champion. Why are you wrestling in tag matches like this? It's... Uh, you're afraid. You know I'm coming for that title. So Cassidy says, let's do it right now then, right here. Roddy takes off his shirt. But then he says, nah, you'll have to wait until March 3rd at Revolution. And I'm like, that seems a little short-sighted. He was offering you a title shot right now after just like having right a match. Now, like him- right now. Like now. Right now. Now. Yeah. He just fought in a 10, 15-minute match. You're you're fresh, and now you're going to give him six weeks to recover? I feel like it would be easy to take um, him. This is the this is the time to take him out. Yeah, so a little short-sighted. Okay. And, I mean, with the amount Cassidy, he's probably going to defend this belt three more times before Revolution. Not so Seven more no times. No guarantee that he's even the champion. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of weird booking on Roddy's part, but maybe it's all part of his plan. I don't know. Hey, who knows? Uh, Mark Briscoe comes out for a promo to uh, honor the one-year anniversary of brother Jay Briscoe's death. Mm-hmm. and uh, He mentions Jay was not alone that day in the car when they had that fateful crash. His daughters were in the car with him. They both survived, but the doctors said one of them would never walk again. However, and then out she comes walking on her own. Crowds, huge pop. The brothers there, the sisters there. Uh, people are crying in the crowd. I think that was Mark Briscoe's kids crying or mm-hmm. his family. But either way, very nice moment. Uh, Briscoe just says, "We love y'all. God bless you." And they have a big group hug. 
It's a very nice moment. A little video tribute after as well. Yeah, it was nice to see. It was nice to see, uh, you know, get get that time. Dem boys aren't going anywhere. They'll always be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you know, <laughs> and, and Mark Briscoe has put his uh, stamp here on AEW. He truly has. Yeah, he had a great... Great matches in the Continental Classic, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he should be one of those guys getting in the mix for the TNT title or something, something like that. Pardon me. Yes, a- yes, agreed, agreed. Yeah. So hopefully, keep the push going. Uh, we go backstage. Renee Paquette has a sit-down interview with the Young Bucks. She introduces them, and they say, "Renee." Show some respect. Call us by our God-given names, Nicholas and Matthew Jackson. Uh, so, uh, so already, <laughs> I'm locked in. I am locked in oh, yeah. as soon as he says that. <laughs> Loving it. Loving the new looks with the mustaches and. Uh, also, I've never. Uh, I, I don't know if I ever asked you ever if you ever said uh, publicly here on the show uh, which which Jackson is your favorite. I think Matt Jackson. Okay, so that's see that's so funny. I like Nick Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, they are very, very similar, but uh, uh, but also very, but different very enough. different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're like Jimmy and Jay. At first, you can't really tell them apart, but once you get to know them, they're quite different. Yeah, exactly. Uh, once you get to know them, everything like that. Who's older? Which one's <laughs> older? One, two, three. Mike, go. Nick's older. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Matt is older. Nice try. Well, there you go. Uh, out of fifty. Who's taller? One, two, three. Go. <laughs> Nick. No, Nick is taller. You're right. <laughs> okay. But anyways, they talk about all the rumors. Uh, you know what they're willing to lose: friends, legacy, reputation—all just to protect the company they helped build. Their slogan was "Change the world," but somewhere along the way, toxicity creeped in, and perception was different. And they know why. AEW started to lean on yesterday's superficial, self-serving, cancerous superstars but they say this isn't about sting sting's none of those he's great but it's what he represents the last of a dying breed the image that image is not what we want here in aew we want to change the world so we're gonna say goodbye to sting and everyone likes sting uh when they face them at revolution and then nick gets a text on his phone and tells renee uh, we're you know we're evps we gotta go pull some strings here yeah, pull some strings, get the match. Loved the promo. Yeah, great way to establish their new kind of characters here. Leaning into the EVPs uh, thing, I guess if that is their main criticism, uh, that they are, you know, that they are, you know, management types. Why don't they be management types? Because I feel like they've never actually kind of really said that's who they are as their characters. Like on screen management types? Well... Or at least to acknowledge it, you know, very much like I'm an EVP. If they are the yeah. ones making the decisions, why are they not acting like the ones there that they're the ones making the decisions? <laughs> well, I've heard that they don't really have any power these days. Yeah, they probably don't. Uh, they're just like, like the young. They're the biggest the tag team of all time. These guys, you know, they are different dudes. And remember, they're both still younger than forty. That's right. 
Triple H could be one of their dads, I think, like, literally. Uh, like, I think the science works out that, he, you know, Triple H could be actually their fathers. Uh, do not forget that these are young men who make the mistakes <laughs> young that young bucks. They're young bucks. They're young men. Remember, when all your EVPs are under the age of 40 and AJ Styles is 46 and still putting on bangers, remember, there's, uh, you know, there's a learning curve for it all. Yeah. Imagine if, uh, if if Vince McMahon could wrestle at 30 years old, <laughs> do you think he would be booking himself? Uh, if he could wrestle uh, to the deg- level of uh, the high class level of wrestling, Nicholas Jackson, he's only 34 years old. He was he, he was in Escalada de la Muertes <laughs> when he was younger than us, Michael. If, yeah. if Vince McMahon could perform such a task, you know he would be booking himself. I'm sure he would. I mean, he, he booked himself to wrestle at 73 or whatever it was. Exactly. He, he booked himself to win the fucking Rumble with gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, even then, at least he could do stuff. I'm talking about versus Pat McAfee. Oh, the Pat McAfee. And My the, lowest rated match of all the time. The blunder. The blunder. Yeah. 0.5 stars. Wow. And you never, you've never had a zero star? Is zero star the worst it could, it could go? I only gave it 0.5 because no one got injured. That's <laughs> the only saving grace. I couldn't quite give it a zero. I gave it 0.5 uh, because the 75 year old didn't die. <laughs> Yeah, no one tore a quad or two. Well, uh, but the following year, Shayner. I mean, everyone in the family's torn a quad. Oh yeah, Stephanie. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Mrs. Well, Shane and Triple H. Mrs. McMahon. <laughs> yeah, she tore a I quad. Linda, yeah, she has. A- did Linda tear a quad in that? Uh, she was in a wheelchair for a storyline. I was gonna so. say, did Linda tear a quad in that McMahon in every corner match? <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyways, let's move along here. We've got the Mogul Embassy back at it, defending those ROH six-man titles against the Bullet Club Gold. Uh, but yeah, like we were saying, you know, why why are we wasting our time with these Ring of Honor? The trios, AEW trios titles have gone to shit since the Acclaimed won them, but anyways. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we said that. But uh, anyways, Bullet Club Gold looking good. Uh, it's... Jay White and the guns. I think Juice Robinson is out with an injury himself. So. Yep, yep. Uh, but, yeah, they still got the three. So, uh, yeah, White hits the big spinning Uranagi. The guns hit their finish, 310 to Yuma. But then Prince Nana jumps in, starts interfering. Uh, but White, able to fight back, hits the Blade Runner, gets a three count. So we got new Ring of Honor six-man tag champs. Uh, hopefully though, because afterwards the uh, the acclaimed come out and kind of stare them down from the ramp. So maybe we can get a unification match. Get these. See, yeah, that that was my guess. Yeah, unification because, like we said, um, yeah, uh, like we, we don't said, need these. We don't need this much. Sets. Yeah, I mean they kind of already. I mean, I don't watch Ring of Honor, but remember Samoa Joe just gave up the TV title just like that, and I don't think we've seen that since. So maybe they're trying to downsize a couple of these titles, which would be nice. Yeah, really consolidate it all. Maybe, you know, kind of turning Ring of Honor into the development territory. Ring of Honor yeah. is NXT. AEW is the big time. Um, you know, that could that could be eventually the way we go because, you know, the wrestling world's full of surprises. 
Yeah, you know, then you just need a world title, a tag title, a women's title. That's all you really need. The wrestling world is full of surprises, Mike. I gotta say, um, although Damian Priest hold on to that thing forever, sometimes some people like to abruptly cash in. Mike, we have a cash in on our brand new Tweet of the Week champion. <laughs> uh oh. This I don't Has know. This this, ever happened before? I don't know. If this ever happened in the world of professional wrestling, but um, you know, there <laughs> there are constant uh, briefcases out there just waiting to be held to our brand new Tweet League champion, New Japan Pro Wrestling Global, New Japan Pro Wrestling, tweeting out to the world, pinning the tweet to the very top of their feed for all to feed that Kazuchika Okada to leave New Japan Pro Wrestling. We apologize for the abrupt nature of this announcement, um, but. Uh, uh, join. Uh, we wish uh, to join Okada. The very best in his future. As the New Beginning series begins this weekend, Okada will appear on February dates in February 11th and the 23rd and 24th. Um, we appreciate your understanding and con continued support. Kazuchika Okada, I have nothing uh, but gratitude for um, having been a part of New Japan Pro Wrestling since 2007 and New Japan Pro Wrestling me brief from a 19-year-old kid off the plane from Mexico to the Rainmaker I am today. Thank you to the companies, uh, the opponents. Um, thank you. I, I, I promise to make it rain in every match I have left, so keep watching New Japan Pro Wrestling um, cashing in their briefcase for the Rainmaker himself to leave the company. Wow. That's big news. That's big news. The man's contract expires on January 31st, becoming a free agent in a mere 14 days or 13, depending on uh, which hemisphere you live in, Mike. <laughs> well, I uh, just want to say we have seen people from New Japan champions from new japan come over to other companies mm -hmm. i know everyone thinks aew is the destination but who knows man royal rumble next weekend could we get a big surprise like okada now it yeah it did say january 31st is the end of the championship and i think uh but we have seen the likes of aj styles when he debuted you know it was after that um that wrestle kingdom match and that was his send-off uh i don't know if he's number 30 that's fucked <laughs> the coin drops. If the coin if the 30. coin drops at number thirty. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but oh you know, but leaving us in the uh in the dark for Okada Danielson three. That's the only thing. We would never get it. We would never get the uh Um Oh of course never yeah. say never, never say never, obviously, but yeah, I mean, or I what if da Dan if, if Okada goes to WWE, but then Okada and Danielson next WrestleMania have the third at Wrestle Kingdom, <laughs> like that's the, <laughs> that's like the neutral ground between them all. They're like, okay, we'll 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 hang out here. That'd be something. Yeah. Uh, so Mike, uh, I don't know. New Japan Pro Wrestling, brand new Tweet League champion, crashing in their briefcase. <laughs> Huge fucking news. Um, I mean, obviously, I guess you could say that, uh, you know, yeah, and like you said it before, you know, um, AEW might not be the the promised land, uh, you know, that it might once be, but hey, fucking Will Ospreay's there. So that's also a big one. That's <clears throat> also a big reason. Yeah. I think he's still more likely to go to AEW, yeah. but I wouldn't rule WWE. Uh, also, uh, New, New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling now joining the uh, the likes of two-time champions. So 
getting out of that one timers oh. club, which is littered <laughs> with the likes of fucking Carmelo Anthony and uh, Teddy Long and all these sorts of motherfuckers. Doctor Chris Nowitzki. So let's move. Let's move on. Yeah, uh, we got Diana Perazzo taking on Anna J. Who's uh, it's been nice. Anna Jay's been getting some TV time these last few weeks. Getting yeah, some matches. <sighs> nice to see. Nice to see. Uh, yeah, we've always been a fan of her on this show. Well, you know how I feel. <laughs> but yeah, a decent little match. Uh, they go back and forth until Perazzo locks in that Venus de Milo submission again, wrenching the arms back. Nowhere to go. So uh, Anna Jay taps out. Perazzo picks up another win here. As she should. 2-0. and um, This whole time, She's, though, uh, uh, Tony Storm was on commentary this whole time where we, we kept cutting back and yeah. forth through her black and white cam. Um, <laughs> and then after after the match, uh, Tony Storm uh, jumping, uh, getting onto Luther's shoulders uh, for berating her about the person who she is. Um, tits up and starts throwing, throwing shoes at her. A shoe eventually hits Taz <laughs> in the face. Taz gets pretty pissed off about that. <laughs> what the hell? Shoe Jones over here. Uh, you're like, yeah, they have like the Tony cam is just like black and white yeah. <laughs> going for They're it. Like Tony, her one line. She's like, I ought to come in the ring and suck you right in the butt. Right in the butt. Watch the crowd laugh. Right in the butt. <laughs> but uh, that made Perazzo and Renee laugh a bit. But yeah, then the shoes started flying. And anyways, looks like uh, Perazzo is on the fast track to challenging Tony for the title. Yeah. Well, hey, we need it. We'll need a match for Revolution. Yep, still got six weeks or so to yeah, we'll, settle all that. I, don't know. Mm-hmm. I do wonder what uh, Jamie Hader's timeline is for a turn. It has been. A, I mean, I don't even remember what the. I don't even remember what the injury was at this point. Like, what was what was hurt? What was hurting? Uh, I don't know. Let me see real quick. Jamie Hader. Just says sustained various injuries. I don't know. I can't find the exact. The classic Kenny Omega. You are wrestling to your wits end for half a decade with a. You've had had seven hernias for six years, and now it's finally time (laughs) for you to. uh... (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's been out since May, though. So, you know, almost a year. Yeah. Coming up. That's a long time. That's a long time. Anyways, uh, next match, Top Flight taking on Private Party. Another pair of teams that have had a lot of injury issues mm-hmm. these last few years. Can never seem to get everyone healthy at the same time, but uh, yeah, they had a good little match here. and uh, Some high-flying spots, the big flips over the ropes to the floor. Mark Quinn with a big 450 splash for a near fall. Uh and then a nice combo move, Private Party. One of them does a Hurricane Rana to Dante off the ropes, and then the other one jumps and catches him midair with a cutter. Uh, but then Darius comes in, rolls up Quen. Quen rolls through into his own pin, grabs onto the ropes for the illegal leverage. Ref doesn't see it, counts the three. So big win for Private Party there. Big win. And both these guys, uh, all oh, sorry, all four of these guys rather, came out with big entrances. Uh, like you said, the injury timing has been so bizarre. Um, this also being the future of tag wrestling here in AEW, 
We have been on hold for a little while. It's so great to see two teams that are the future of the division coming out strong. Yeah. Early on in AEW, they were kind of, yeah, two of the young teams, and the acclaimed kind of leapt past them all once the scissoring took off. And you know, hopefully they can I, well, yeah, the scissoring, scissoring and injuries, you know, it did a lot to everybody. Yeah. But, you know, that's the style. When you're flipping and flying all over the ring, you're uh, you're more likely to have your foot twisted 290 degrees around the other way. <laughs> almost but a full 360. Almost. Good thing it didn't. It would have popped off like a bottle cap if he went Boop. all the way around. Boop. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, let's go to this main event. Samoa Joe defending the AEW World Heavyweight title against Hook. In the biggest match of Hook's life here, uh, he comes out swinging hard, but Joe gives it right back. They fight to the floor. Joe picks up Hook, hits a big spinning Uranagi onto the announce table, and Hook lands like neck first right on the edge of the it table. It was a big one. Breaks. I couldn't quite tell, but the table didn't break, but the little flap on, like, the little kind of cover on top flew out. It, like collapsed a bit. Yeah. It uh, it, yeah. It didn't break in half, but it still fell apart. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, either way, painful-looking bump there for Hook. Yeah. Uh, and then Joe follows up with a big power bomb to the apron. And the doctor comes out to check on Hook. And, uh, he continues, though, but Joe is just beating the shit out of him, hits a big Death Valley driver, but Hook kicks out. And then Joe hits a muscle buster, but Hook kicks out at one. What a kick out. Can you believe it? The one count kick out hook is fired up. The crowd's fired up. He goes on a bit of a roll here. He manages to pick up Samoa Joe with a big T-bone suplex. So Hook's in control now. Goes for the red rum. But Joe blocks it. Puts Hook in the coquina clutch. Hook is struggling. He's trying to get out, but he starts fading. So the ref does the old raise the hand, drops it once, drops it twice, and drops it three times. So they're really getting over this coquina clutch with the uh, three drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe uh, wins in a. Joe wins. Yeah, I loved everything about this match. It was it was <coughs> under like ten minutes, so Joe clearly won. This was not a squash, yeah. that, you know, but you know, but it wasn't quite a squash. Not a squash, but it was Hook, still one side. Hook never backed down. Uh, yeah. Some of these pre-match promos, like I said, that they post directly onto Twitter and Instagram of Hook was great. The Hook signal, like it was very much, I, it was very much. I think everybody wins. Everybody wins from the last two weeks of Hook and Samoa Joe. Two thumbs, two thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was great. Great work done there, Hook. Only what his second loss ever now. He's like thirty and two. Wow, something. what a great, what uh, a great record. Still, you know, and but 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 main eventing an episode of dynamite taking on the champion, not backing down, getting some great strikes in there. Um, yeah, the crowd was invested. Yeah, the big kick out at one had everyone going, and uh, you know, Hook's one of those guys. He's probably what like 23, 24, oh, something so, like that. So fucking young. Yeah, so young. Uh, but Samoa Joe's not happy about how much of a fight he put up. So he picks him up, hits another muscle buster, goes to leave. But Hook stands up again. So Joe goes back in for some more damage. But then Hangman Page comes out to make the save. 
so Joe leaves, but then Swerve Strickland comes out. He's got kind of a new look now. He's wearing like eye makeup. Around yeah, it almost looks like... like he has. You remember when Batman takes his mask off and he has the eye makeup around? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It kind of looks like yeah. that. It kind of looks like Robert Pattinson with his fucking uh, look. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. So, Swerve just kind of stares down Hangman from the crowd, walks off. Hangman helps up Hook to his feet. The crowd gives a well-deserved standing ovation as they leave. But uh, the tease continues. Swerve, Paige, Joe, that could be your Revolution main event right there. That, I feel like that is the Revolution main event. And like we said, you know, uh, yeah. I I get excited about these multi-man events. You know, uh, don't get, you know, I mean, I'll, MJF's entire reign was, I mean, I, well, I guess we, sorry, we did have that. Uh, we had the four pillars. The five-star match by some. Not yeah, all, yeah. not all, but some. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it's, it, it, uh, yeah, it's it, a lot of fun to, it adds to just, mix it up. Exactly, right? Like the mix-up. And uh, one thing, you know, that you could say about a long reign like MJF and certainly Roman, like, we haven't had a... We, I guess we had the Iron Man match. That was that was the stipped match. The Iron Man with MJF and Danielson, almost six stars. It was a uh, five stars across the board. <laughs> five here. stars for me for sure. Five stars across the board here on this show. That is for sure. Um, yeah, yeah just love love seeing the variety, and it's a uh, yeah. Hook Hook did a great job. Hook and Joe. Oh, also, yeah, I did Joe. see I did see a funny tweet with this one that said, uh, um, "Smojo has more successful title defenses than CM Punk." Uh, that's a good point. That's <laughs> a good point. I think everyone, every former, technically, AEW every single AEW uh, world champion has more title, successful title defenses than CM Punk. So, take that, yeah, fucker. <laughs> you already we didn't even talk about you this week, my man. You weren't even on the show. Uh, that is the entirety of the week. That was all of Dynamite. I think we have time for one more thing, and that is a Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. I mean, I was building it up um, right there through some of the through some of the work um, through social media. Jinder Mahal gets the great uh, nomination because of that. But I'm gonna I'm actually gonna go Hooks way. Uh, some of these some of these you know kind of not on television promos uh, were a lot of fun, and he did a lot of great stuff. And the match, you know, like we said, sub ten, but dude tried hard fucking loved it way to go hook yeah it was great um i'll give it to hook as well wow make it unanimous wow but, uh, shout outs shout outs to dustin Rhodes for putting on another great match and even jinder mahal you know better than expected it it was funny when 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 but when jinder hits the coloss and uh cory graves really has to go into the coloss like he really has to kind of go into it um yeah. It's funny because, like, and then I pictured what it is, and then I pictured myself doing it. Like, I was standing at work, and I was kind of like, okay, like, you kind of pick a guy up with two hands, and then you kind of, like, <laughs> put him down with one. It's a pretty lame move. <laughs> it's such a lame finisher. And then I thought of the amount of times that that finisher worked on Randy Orton. 
<laughs> and then I was like, ha, ha, yeah, fucking Randy. Uh, and Shinsuke. Yeah, that's, and... yeah, that's the whole... Yeah, yeah, you know, it made me laugh. Right. It made me laugh. That's all I'm saying. Uh, that is the entire of the week, the entire of the show. Thanks for listening. Of course, folks, you can rate, review, like, and subscribe. We want to come back next week because the Rumble is uh, is on the horizon. Next week will be the Rumble preview show. Butting up, buttoning up all the uh, Rumble predictions. I'm sure by then we'll know 28 of the entrants. Uh, for both rumbles, I'm sure they'll announce a bunch more Maybe not quite. this I coming week. They'll, they'll okay, okay, 26. Uh, okay, they'll 23.5 is the over. <laughs> oh, I'm sure taking the over. Uh, I'd actually, I'd probably take the over on that. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one though. That's a good one though. Uh, we'll that's be back. Number. We'll be back next week. Um, with all the preview for all that. Right. Thanks for listening, Mike. Take care of yourself. All right, we'll see you next time. Shoot.